Welcome to the Haunted Housing Hour, brought to you by Mortgage Investors Group. And welcome into the Haunted Housing Hour. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Griffith, filling in for the hauntedly handsome Kevin Ray, who is online with us. He will be joining us today. As long as his cell phone stays intact and the goblins don't get in it. Thank you for joining us. We've got a great show. This is our Halloween show. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solutions for the past 25 years. And this is our Halloween show. So every year, we always ask the question, can your home really be haunted? So we're going to dive into that here in just a minute. We've got a tremendous guest, and we've got some interesting information to share with you. But first, let me tell you how you can plug in with us, all right? So go to our housinghour.com. That's our mothership. That's where everything is loaded, all the podcasts, all of our shows from the future and the past and the present. We've got it right there. You can go to the tab section, and you can see our special series section. That's where we have topic all of our podcasts, all of our interviews, and their access ready for you to play anytime. So that's the housinghour.com. Also, check out our social media. Guru Kevin Ray has made sure that we are on Facebook. That's slash the housing hour. Twitter, at the housing hour. And all the other type of social medias, Google Plus, Pinterest, and all that other groovy stuff. So we've got that going on for you. Check that, us out. Give us a call. Give us a uh a message on email just let us know interact with us and uh, we'll we'll be uh, happy to return your emails anyway we've got a great show here and thank you all for joining us and our special guest today well really first i want to say kevin is on the line with us he couldn't be here this morning but he's on the line kevin can you hear i me? gotta tell you i <laughs> mean wow what what an opening I, that is amazing hey you guys oh. did a great job. I mean, I don't even know why I'm even a part of the show. You've got your nail in it, Mark. Hey, well, Kevin, we can't do the show without you. That's why we had you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and also, I didn't realize, Mark, that you had future shows already done. I have future shows. We don't even need to come in. You know, what, you know where the future shows are located, Kevin? Where? The calendar. The flux capacitor. <laughs> flux capacitor. If you go on the calendar, it shows you what our topics are going forward. So uh, well, that's why. Can I just say something Please. real quick? We, I just appreciate uh, Rob and Kathy um, really just you know being a part of this um, annual show, and um, I know you guys are going to have a fa- fun and fantastic hour, and I am going to try to stay with you for as long as I can. And I know you have Catherine in studio as well. Hope that, that you guys were able to scare those ghosts out of her house. <laughs> so let, let me give everybody kind of an up-to-date because uh, with Paranormal Technology Investigators are here, and they're from Jonesboro, Tennessee. They were here last year, and if you go to the uh, housinghour.com, that show is located on our tab, and uh, you can access that interview. Kevin and I uh, kind of broke some things down for you, and we're going to continue that line of thought. But as a ancillary benefit to uh, this show – uh, my old friend from high school and probably middle school, um, her name is Catherine. We're not going to share her last name or the address, but she lives in Sequoia, as I grew up in Sequoia. And uh, she had some paranormal activity in her home and has, and in her past, paranormal activity. So 
she reached out and uh, we kind of talked and I got uh, Rob uh, Phillips and Kathy Shepard from the Paranormal Invest- uh, Technology Investigations to go to her house in Sequoia this past weekend and do an investigation. We're going to talk about that later in the show. Okay. So uh, we're going to un- unzip all of that. And I think they found some interesting things that you might, well, you probably already know. There was a creaky <laughs> wow. door. A the creaky sound door. effects are unreal. <laughs> Just for you. I figured that if I'm going to sit in the host chair, I was going to get some special things. But, yes, uh, well, that's true. And, and Catherine heard some footsteps, and I'm sure that Rob and Kathy have something to share about that. That, that was an amazing bit of uh, story that we heard on Facebook. It is. And, and so, you know, this is the time of year. Um, Rob, see, we got the steps. And I don't know what you all, what you all find in there, but you all, you know, uh, did WOKI last year. Right. And uh, you came in, you were gracious enough to come and help us out and kind of do, we we have the sounds and some of the things that you discovered on our website. So it's it's located right there on the mothership. But, uh, and, uh, you know, so let's let's talk a little bit about what you all do. Because um, you come from Jonesboro, Tennessee. Tell us about your company, how you operate, and, and where it's located. We're the, um, we're the um, Paranormal Technology Investigations team. And we're probably one of the few teams in the area that will try to, I guess you could call it, um, do blessings and cleansings and try to remove whatever, you know, whatever entities in someone's home, whatever's haunting it, whatever's causing the problem. We'll go in and we'll try to debunk what we can debunk. If we can't debunk it, we'll look at it as possible um, activity. You know, if we can't find any other solution for what we're experiencing and what we've captured, um, then if we determine if they have a definite haunting and if it needs to be removed, we'll let the family decide whether they want to do that or not. And if they do, we have to determine what level it is because if it's, um, it's an intelligent haunting or something like that, it, it doesn't take any more than usually um, a spiritual blessing to try to remove it. But if, it, if it's more of a demonic, then it has to be exercised out of the home. And you just, but let's let's back up for just one moment. And when you yeah, talk, let's back way up. <laughs> so uh, you know, in Jonesboro, I mean, you've been very uh, popular uh, in that area. You have some ghost tours that you do in, in the city and, mm-hmm. and everything. But how does somebody come about contacting you? Um, if uh, do you just get random, or do you run into these issues? How do people come about this information about you? Uh, we get a lot of calls from. All over. I mean, all over the country, actually. People uh, looking at us on their website, doing backgrounds on us. Um, we have our uh, information posted on our website, online, on Facebook. Yeah, and, and Kathy, by the way, does a fantastic job with the Facebook. You're not the social media guy, are you? Not on Facebook. I'm I'm Facebook stupid. I don't know nothing hey, about hey, that. Hey, Mark. Yes. You know, I was thinking about this last year, and, and I'll reiterate it this year. You know, when people think about mortgages and they think, you know, who's the best at helping you go through that process of taking a mortgage, getting it to the closing table, you know, they've developed, it sounds like, that same reputation Mm -hmm. in their area and also nationally, it sounds like. If you have paranormal activity, where are you going to go? You're going to go to the experts, the people who know how to take you through that process. And he spoke also to the blessings and the cleansings. I mean, hey, I want my house cleansed. I'm not going to you know, keep them in the house. So if you, you guys have that pretty much figured out. Yeah. Hopefully. 
<laughs> Hopefully. Well, so far, well, our success rate's been pretty good. Well, he, you know, Kevin compared you to what we do in the mortgage business. We're well known for how well we take care of our customers and everything. Let's start from, from how you parse out investigations. Uh, a lot of times we're technology driven. So we just want to see the evidence. We want to see here the EVPs or whatever things that you capture online. And we say yes or no based on that, but there's really a lot more to what you do. So can you kind of go through the process of the components of an investigation? It's just not technology. Uh, no, it's not just technology. I mean, there's a there's a lot more to it than bringing in digital voice recorders or right, right. Uh, some type of a camera to try to capture something. You know, a lot of it's based on you know what we've learned throughout our years in this field, and um, even even just basic feelings of what you experience when you're in someone's home tells you a lot about it. Um, there's a lot of times I can feel that something is evil inside the home. If, if it's something nice inside the home or whatever. But, you know, our, um, our communication between uh, myself and Kathy and the rest of the team is is big part of it because we're, we all seem to be pretty much on cue with what we're doing, and that kind of helps us, you know, keep things. What about the history? Uh, sometimes homes I, – I think it was Kevin in our last show uh, that uh, Phil, uh, Rob mentioned that um, you, you kind of looked at the history of the case – the customers, who who they are, what they've been through in the past, and if the home has any history, how much does that come in play when you actually go on site? Uh, we we uh, do like a background, and we'll we'll do the background of the home, and we'll also uh, you know we, we'll dig back and see what's you know uh, who's lived there in the past. If it's a new home, maybe it's the property, different things like that. But we also dig into the history of the family itself. You know, they have any. Um, psychological problems or anything like that, or they it's a or teenage girls, teenage girls, yes, exactly, <laughs> and can cause and teenage girls actually that you mentioned that um, a poltergeist, teenage girls. I mean, that's usually who it happens to. It's a self-created demon. It usually that goes away in a few months. It explains a lot. <laughs> but you know, we'll we'll do. You know, uh, we'll find out if the family has any schizophrenia. You know, and they're um tree and um medicated kind of heavily or if they've dabbled in, in any type of uh uh black arts yeah black arts yeah because I, I i know that um you know when we were kids um uh the ouija board was always under the christmas tree i mean this is back in the 60s i remember my sister's playing with that downstairs in the basement with her friends on a saturday night so is that real is that just uh you know a toy we that's not a toy. They shouldn't sell those anywhere. I don't think those those we have investigations to where people has messed with the Ouija boards and have actual just demonic coming from those things. I mean, you're you're conjuring something out, right? And then what happens is a lot of times people will conjure something out, and then oh now they're scared. They don't know what to do with it, so they'll take that Ouija board and they'll burn it. Well, now they just closed that portal. We don't we don't have anybody burn a Ouija board. We have them cut it up in seven pieces and then bury it in seven different places. Seven, uh, there's a magic number to that? Magic number. Magic I'm, getting, I'm getting chill bumps over here. I mean, I've always heard, Rob, about the Ouija board as, you know, that you really shouldn't mess with. Of course, you have both sides of the 
you know, perspective on that. Some people say, no, that's ridiculous. But, but you know, I've heard that directly from, uh, you know, pastor at my church. Oh, yeah. And it's not a good idea. Yeah, a lot of people say it's ridiculous until they conjure something out. Right. So uh, now uh, you, Kevin mentioned you, uh, that you're national because um, I know now that you've been invited on a couple of major national TV shows. You Talk about that if you can. Uh, TV show, A Haunting, airs on Destination America Channel. We have two episodes uh, on that one. Uh, one aired uh, August 24th, and then uh, another one's going to air around January. The suggested air date is January the 23rd, which that, that could change at any time. But after that, they're going to be wanting um, uh, more of our investigations. They're, going, want, they're wanting to do more episodes with us. And also a show called Monsters and Mysteries in America. And, I'll, well, also the, this production company is actually also looking at us to do our own, our own uh, series. And this was all because you were on the housing hour last year. Is That's that right? exactly <laughs> what caused it. It got us out there. I'd say that had a lot of help with it, though. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm sure that uh, you're, you went way before us. But uh, so you're on the national uh, TV, and and I mean that's pretty cool. So let me ask you, how did they contact you? How did they find you? I don't understand how that could. You're Jonesville, Jonesboro, Tennessee. It's kind of small. Kind of small. Very small. <laughs> Population of three, maybe. But no, it's 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 growing. It is. It's growing pretty good. But um, uh, the lady um that done the uh, TV show, A Haunting in Connecticut. Her original show was on A Haunting. It was the documentary on A Haunting. And she knows a woman that we investigated for in Jonesboro. And they were talking about having her show put on, I mean, her investigation put on the show. Well, the lady had kind of backed out of having hers aired. So uh, we sent them another one that we had. And from there, they just, they keep wanting them. They're, they're wanting everything that we can send them now is this because um when we come back on the other side of the break so we're, we want to continue that uh with the shows from um uh, destination destination america and talk about this one show and it's on our website at the if you go there and you look at our sh- our show um promo uh we i have the youtube up on that so okay. everybody there can watch the complete show that's already been aired i don't have access to the next show but as soon as we get that we're going to be posting that one perfect so when we come up on the other side of the break i want to talk about that particular episode because there's a couple of things that i noticed in it you're with the housing hour grab another cup of coffee and join us back on the other side of the break Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Everybody get up. And welcome back into the Haunted Housing Hour. We're grateful that you made it to the other side of this break. And first, I want to tell you about something really funky. 
and that is Prudent Energy Systems. Scott Higgins, he's one of the sponsors of our show, and uh, we want to tell you that it's getting cold outside, so it may be time to have him come out and make sure that your home is nice and sealed properly, professionally. Scott Higgins, Prudent Energy Systems. That cold spot in your house may not be paranormal activity. It's probably you got a hole somewhere. We can send him some business. <laughs> we can send, yeah, that's right. But we can get it sealed with Scott Higgins, Prudent Energy Systems. Kevin's still on the uh, the line with us. Kevin, you there? I am here. All right. So uh, take it over, buddy, and ask some questions. Well, I just had a quick question because, Mark, you had sent me an email maybe a week or two ago about um, an early report of a paranormal activity in in Wooster, Ohio, I believe. Late 1980s. Yeah. And so the reports that were coming from that story, of course, it's a long time ago, but that, that this whatever entity that this was, was certainly a, a violent entity, and there was reports of of uh, people's clothes being cut up, to, to cut up, and the food being stuffed up the the chimney. And so, evidently, from what Mark said, um, that you know, hundreds of people were investigating this, and lots of people saw um, this this investigation and, and what happened. First of all, have you ever seen anything like that? And is is that something that actually happens? Exactly, it can. I mean, I've not seen actually food being shut up a chimney or nothing before. But I mean, I'm saying things can like that happen like that. Um, It would have to be, you know, me to me something, you know, sinister because I don't think an intelligent spirit would have the ability to do that. Because an intelligent spirit, you know, is more psychological than it is physical. They'll play mind games with you. But when it comes down to something, you know, more demonic or something, that that's a total different level, uh, different level. Uh, we had something happen here um, about a month ago during a, a demonic investigation where the family didn't inform us that he was a uh, uh, Satanist. Mm. And until we got into the investigation and things started going on, uh, we had a, uh, finally got a thermal imaging camera, by the way. And the strap on this thing uh, kind of loops around to a little hook and pulls itself tight. And it, it came completely off of the uh, camera. And at the same time, uh, something had ripped the digital voice recorder that Kathy had uh, Velcroed around her arm, uh, ripped it completely off of her arm, and then punched her in the stomach. Uh, that's when we kind of stopped to see what was going on and what we're dealing with. But yeah, things like that can happen. So were you? Oh kind of, my heaven! Were you upset that uh, he didn't disclose yeah. this? Yeah, we put our whole team in danger up there. If we'd have known that, there'd have been several people not go with us on that investigation. You mm-hmm. know, it depends on who's ready and who who we feel is qualified for that type of investigation, and there's been several not go. When yeah. you have a demonic entity such as that one, do you apply a little bit different of a, a process? In other words, maybe you start with the spiritual cleanse rather than the recording? Uh, no, we actually won't do a uh, cleansing until we know exactly what we're dealing with because you don't want to okay. try to bless the demon. Um, okay. We go okay. in very carefully. We don't provoke any, anything. You know, we were... Um, we don't want to make one angry at us, that's for sure. So, yeah, we're, we're walking on pins and needles during those. Can, can they actually, uh, you know, in that, if it's demonic, can they attach to you and leave with you, get in the car and drive off? Yes. Really? Yeah. Uh, Have you ever had that yeah. happen? Uh, I've got a, I've, we've had attachments before. Uh, I don't know that it was a demonic or nothing, but we've had attachments follow us home several, several times. I've got a family we're working with right now. She's actually moved into an apartment to where... She discovered a pentagram where the previous attendants had been uh, dabbling in uh, Satanism. And 
it's actually attached itself to her. She's actually became possessed from it twice. Ooh. I got a call from it Saturday night wanting to know what to do. You got a call from it or her? Her. (laughs) I hope it was her. It might have been it. (laughs) Well, let's talk about that. Kathy, let's bring you in and and why don't you uh, tell us what you're absolutely doing right now? Because I know you got some things going on. You're writing a book and you have some investigations going active. Yes. um, We uh, had a book. uh, The author, Don Collishore, she uh, had uh, contacted us. She was looking for the top 10. Um, paranormal teams in the top 10 most haunted towns in America and we was one of them and the book came out this month and it's called A Ghost on Every Corner and that one um, has about four of our investigations in it locally and around Johnsboro and the surrounding area. Are you guys noted in the book? Yes we are. It's got a bio of us. Awesome. And, um, yeah that one, that one um, you can also Find that one at the Johnsboro's Visitor Center in Johnsboro. And I'll get uh, that up on the housinghour.com so uh, folks can link to it if they're interested. Okay. Okay. And uh, we're also managing the Ruatan Haunted Forest in Johnsboro this year. Uh, before we have been active in it the last couple of years uh, running a booth, this year we're managing the whole place and we have eight different scenes. It's all new this year. And <laughs> the haunted forest. Yes. And uh, it's on uh, Hell's Road off of uh, Boone's Creek Road in Johnsboro. And it runs uh, the 24th, 25th, 30th, and 31st from 7.30 to midnight. Uh, the end of October. But that's supposed to be fun, right? Yes, it's fun. It's scary. It, it starts out mild, and the further you go into the forest, it gets creepier and scarier. You don't bring any attachments in there with you, do you? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kathy, that's let's, can I ask you a question real quick, Kathy? Yes. I know that the uh, paranormal investigation industry is, I don't know if you would call it competitive or not, but um, I know that there's there's a group of, of people like in the Johnson City area and other areas where they have um, like these organizations, like for us it would be the Knoxville Mortgage Bankers Association, where a group of us professionals, we get together on a monthly basis and share ideas and network and things like that and share attachments and whatnot. Um, but do you all have something like that that you're active in? Uh, actually, there is another uh, team in Gray, in Gray, Tennessee, and they are the WCPI, Washington County Investigations uh, Paranormal Group. And uh-huh. we do uh, share uh, investigations with them. We meet with them. They come and go with us. We go with them. And we've also always respond to conventions we see that's on the Internet and uh, try to go to those. So far, uh, the ones that we want to go to has been canceled for some reason or another. So... Yeah, we're always... Well, it would have to be driving distance, right? Because you don't like to fly. Right. I would drive, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I think that's yeah. important, Mark, because you know what? We need those other people, and that we don't look at them as competitors necessarily. Well, first of all, because we're usually always winning. But, I mean, it's nice to be able to share stories and share, I mean, you know, personnel, equipment when we've done these events and so forth. Well, and and they're really, uh, they're just like us, customer customer service driven so your main mm-hmm. goal is to help folks out regardless of who's doing the investigation and uh and learning more about your profession right so that's really exactly. what these social organizations and societies are about yes uh to grow but um and uh 
and well, tell us uh, about Destiny because I'm 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 fascinated about the TV now. This this case, uh, Destination America, you had the evil t- ashes. Is that the ashes name? to evil? Ashes to evil. Um, and this was one of your investigations, mm-hmm. and it's a national TV show. What about that family? Can you just kind of summarize real fast what they went through? Uh, they started off, you know, a happy couple. Things were great in their life. Uh, things started just, I mean, it started getting worse for them. Things started falling apart. Um, they started experiencing more and more activity as time went by. It got a little bit more, uh, sinister towards the end. It almost split their family apart. Um, and, and now I guess, you know, that they're they actually moved out of the home. Um, talked to a lady that, um, lives there still and she, uh, don't experience anything now nothing after after the blessings that we performed on the home but the family there um they moved out and things are great you know and kevin i don't know if you've had an opportunity to watch that show i I recommend you doing that one of the things that i noticed that this these people when they talk about what occurred to them their testimony it was very convincing to me and they left a lot out by the way oh really oh yeah a lot out left a lot out what did they leave out uh, one uh, thing that they left out was where their cabinet doors would open up and from the kitchen, and everything inside of them would be neatly stacked on the floor. Uh, he was uh, The husband was being sexually attacked by the entity in the home. Uh, I, I don't think you were coming through real clear. What, what did you just say? The, yeah, yeah the, the husband in the home was being sexually attacked by the entity. Oh, my word. Which would have huh. been a succubus. Yeah. <clears throat> That's interesting. Huh. <laughs> I'm speechless over here. <laughs> I mean, it's not a joking manner. If you'll talk to that gentleman, I'm sure he was extremely uh, affected by that. And so I, I laugh, but I also know that, you know, this is no joke. It, it, this gentleman experienced this, and, and you guys were able to come through in the end and, and help him out. That's and, a great finish. And Kevin, that's why um, we invited Catherine on the show because mm-hmm. um, you know locally uh, she's in a home and she's experienced some some uh, you know paranormal activity. And there's a lot of a lot of folks out there that are similar to that. And when you talk to them and you know them, you know that they're not nuts. You know that they're not overactive or you know hyper or whatever. You know they're not schizo that they're normal people that are having these paranormal occurrences, it it really kind of impacts me more when I hear the testimony, like that TV show from that person telling Mm -hmm. me what happened to them versus uh, an EVP. That that could be a phenomenon as as in its name could be something that's, you know, correct or not correct. You know, it's like the investigation from Alaska that they're doing. The uh, uh, claims they had there was the stepmother was actually levitated six foot in the air and slammed down on the ground three times back to back to back. She starts speaking the name of Jesus and it stopped. But they uh, just, you know, things went on there. I mean, repeatedly, but uh, you can talk to the family today and they'll tell you there is nothing going on in that home after we left Alaska. Kevin, did Uh, you have Yeah, go ahead. That you had sent to me. I mean, after he says, and maybe you're going to play it, but after he says room, then whatever that noise is that was recorded, those type of things, certainly those are evidence of something. And 
those are the type of things that I think it makes people on the outside looking in. They're like, wow, there is something really here. And, but you hear the, the, the stories and then Catherine, you know, with her story, you know, the Sequoia area, you know, they got a lot of, you know, big old money. I may have been even the real life Scrooge up in there doing something, (laughs) but I mean, these are real people that have real accounts that are experiencing something. And so, you know, we, we like to sometimes laugh and, you know, make fun and joke. We're not making fun of, of what they're doing because mm-hmm. it's, it's real work. And, and, and you know what? There are people that are seeing huge solution and benefits from what they do. So, you know, it's, it's a great, it's a great story. It is. And, and Rob and Kathy, um, I, I shared with them that I, li- I grew up in Sequoia too, just like Catherine. And um, I, in my house, my whole family, all four of us, uh, experience something at the same time so much well, that's so the ouija board that your you know, sister had. yeah yeah it, it could have been and my sister uh my my father pulled us all into the back bedroom and got us away so he could go downstairs and and confront what was down in there and of course there was nothing there so that was pretty creepy so i know that it was real to us and so i i understand that folks experience this and it's great that you guys We'll, uh, we'll go into this and I appreciate you all doing. And when we come back on the other side of this break, um, we're going to talk to Catherine, bring her in here and, and let you all talk a little bit about the, the house. And maybe uh, Catherine can talk about some of the history uh, of this. And uh, so hey, I just, Mark, I'm yeah. going to cut out too. So I want to thank you guys because I've got to get back to Knoxville. I appreciate everybody that came in and definitely Mark for, for filling in for me. You've done a great job and I appreciate it. Absolutely, buddy. We'll see you next week on the housing hour, huh? Okay. You <laughs> got safe. All right. Bye-bye. And uh, so when we come back on the other side of the break, we'll continue this conversation and what you all experienced uh, in, in this investigation that is local to Knoxville. And, uh, you know, because it happens all over. And I think it's just kind of interesting. And uh, Catherine, when she kind of shared to me what was going on, it's very believable to me. I mean, because I know her well. So, <laughs> so I know that you're not hosing or anything like that. Hey, stay with us. Grab another cup of coffee. Take a break. Come back to us, and we'll see you on the other side for the Haunted Housing Hour. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back into the Haunted Housing Hour. This is our show, our yearly show. This is our third one that we've done. We're coming to the end of our third year and starting next month, our fourth year doing the Housing Hour. So we're grateful and this show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And we have a great sponsor for this segment is Admiral Title. Phyllis Burnett and her team over at Admiral Title do a fantastic job of helping you close your loans. And if you're a real estate agent, if you're buying a home or selling a home, you need some help or any type of title work done, Admiral Title is the folks that you need to use. They're located here in Knoxville, but they serve the whole East Tennessee. And they probably, I think, pretty sure that they can go to Nashville and some of the other areas. Admiral Title, Phyllis Burnett, their number is 531-6060. They can help you out. Give them a call. There is no ghosts in what they do. It is straightforward, right on. So uh, we're back in the segment. Thank you so much for Rob Phillips and Kathy Shepard 
uh, the Paranormal Technology Investigations crew from Jonesboro, Tennessee. The wonderful. Love that place. Love to go up there and visit. I didn't realize it was so haunted. Number 10 in the country, did you say? One of the top 10. One of the top 10. And that's why Destination America um, has picked them to uh, do several shows for them. And it looks like you guys have got a uh, an ongoing gig. Congratulations for that, because that's, yeah. that's big. So I'll be posting those shows up as you go. But really, so we're going to bring that from Jonesboro to here to Knoxville, because in studio with us is my old friend, Catherine. She uh, lives in Sequoia. I grew up in Sequoia, and uh, she's had some uh, activity in her house. Catherine, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Norm. And uh, tell us a little bit about some of the issues that you've had in your, your house. Because when, when we talked, you kind of talked about some, some noises, some footsteps, but this has been going on for quite a while. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, it, it hadn't been anything really scary, more than just kind of odd. You know, mm-hmm. footsteps and uh, getting tapped on the shoulder or, you know. So, yeah, so so you're getting so you're getting some pretty significant interaction with this ghost. So you hear the noise. They're tapping on your shoulder. I, have you seen anything? We have. We we have. It seems to hang out in the hallway. It's just a a dark, shadowy figure. But it's, it's not frightening. It's nothing that's ever scared me away from the house as your your family your other family members seen it because i know uh, your daughter is here in studio with us too and i I didn't know if she's experienced anything like that yes she has and uh and and your husband and and my husband he was hard to convince at first he was like i I don't just don't believe in stuff like that but after a while he kept saying you just wouldn't believe what happened today you know that yanking on a shirt or you know just little irritations just but but not but nothing uh that you would say that was uh, scaring you that you needed to leave or anything just kind no. of no annoying maybe little things i, I think it's kind of interesting yeah. you know have you, have you always experienced this in this house or have you seen other things in your life like me at 14 i saw you know we had experience in my home well i grew up in a house that my family owned for 90 years and yeah it we talk interesting cool. things there too all the time. Where was that located? Here in, in Knoxville? In, in Fort Sanders. Oh, okay. So that's, yeah, Fort Sanders has got some history there. It does. And uh, so um, so all of these events, have they just occurred at, at a specific time of the day or all the time, just randomly? Randomly. You just, when you least expect it, that's when something, you know, just remind you that they're there. Has it all, has it, has anything to do with any stress in your life or any type of, um, if it's, you know, you're getting ready for work and you're, you can't find your keys. I mean, anything malicious or that you think is associated with that entity? No, no. It's uh, ours is just the friendly ghost that lives there. (laughs) (laughs) The friendly ghost. So, so Rob, (laughs) let me ask you, is there such thing as a friendly ghost? Yep. Yep. There is. And, and it's, you know, when she said that, you know, things will happen when you least expect it. That happens to us all the time. When we least expect something to happen, it's when it happens usually. When we're not expecting it. But, yeah, we, we there's friendly things out there, things that's kind of uh, just <clears throat> curious and maybe trying to protect us or look over us. So, uh, so Catherine, when uh, when you told me that, uh, we I'd already got to talk to Rob and Kathy about coming on the show, and they were gracious enough to uh, take, you know, a weekend last last week and go to your house uh, and and investigate that. So 
let's talk a little bit about uh, what you all did. Now, Kathy, if you can just set us up and tell us, uh, you know, the beginnings of that investigation. Um, we went into the house, and first thing we did was we uh, we got out the recorders and turned those on. You never know what you're going to get when you're setting everything up. And uh, they went down into the basement and walked down in there so that they could feel. We done a little walk through through the whole house, and when we uh, we set everything up in the kitchen area, that's where we felt had the most activity, where you can see down the hallway right there. And it was like the questions we were asking, we have a K2 meter, and it was lighting up on cue with the really? questions, yes. Um, so what type of questions were you asking that you got the hits? We asked, um, are you from Mark's family or Catherine's family? Light the K2 up if you're from Mark's family or say Mark. And the K2 lit up to, I think it was yellow, from green to yellow, and we also have a EVP recording that said Mark in that. That's right. And and you sent me that EVP, and I yes. did uh, was able to clip that out. I'm going to post that on our website so you can hear the. There's two times it says it in the clip that you sent me. One was a breathy Mark, and then the next one is a very clear one. Right. And we also got Kathy's name, Catherine's name. Uh, we we asked to light the K2 up. If you're from Catherine's family and say her name, and we also got another hit on the K2, and it said Kathy. Mm-hmm. Of course, Kathy's so it must have been an old name, high school so. buddy. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh, we didn't get any feel of anything negative there. It was real calm, peaceful, almost like there was nothing there at all. If it wasn't for the K2 and the um, EVPs. Now, explain what, you know, Rob, explain what the K2 is. I, I You know, I, I've heard that term. Is that some type of meter? Yeah, it, it picks up electromagnetic fields. Um, the higher the, it'll start off with the, a green light, LED light, just on completely. And then if, um, it's detecting electromagnetic energy, which is believed if a spirit's present, it'll produce electromagnetic energy. Well, this device detects that. And the stronger the field, EMF field, the higher the light color will go. It'll go from green to a darker green, yellow, orange, and then red, and red being the highest. Gotcha. And so uh, when you go in, now all homes have you know some type of electromagnetic stoves refrigerators everything produces that Mm -hmm. right so how do you know that you're not uh, getting a response from the refrigerator no stay away from it stay away from it yeah so you take a like a reading before we start asking yeah yeah we do basic readings when we go into the home we'll take a basic reading and if we're getting readings from uh, the refrigerators or the microwaves or anything in the home uh we'll we'll set our we'll, we'll you know document that and then when we're doing our investigation, you know, we'll stay clear of what was causing it's it. Producing then, it. Right. Right. And what's your your best piece of equipment that helps you? On your investigations, what's your best piece? The thermal imaging camera that we finally got. Really? Yes. Love it. We've captured so much with that thing already. You know they have thermal imaging uh uh, apps. apps for your smartphones. Yeah, we downloaded one one time and it didn't really work out very oh, well. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know. But you have a camera. Did you use that in this investigation in Knoxville? We did. We did. Any any hits didn't, on that? Didn't get anything off the thermal. We were wanting to, but uh didn't get anything off the thermal. And h- how long have you had that piece of equipment? Since the uh, last winter. Oh, okay. 
have you so you used it in other investigations? Yes. Have you ever had a hit on it? Since yes, you we, it? we've got uh, apparitions posted on our website that we've captured on it. Ooh, can I can I use that too and put it on ours? Yep. Give an yes, example of what a because uh, yeah, Kathy can uh, link you to it or uh, send them over to you an email. Yeah, and tell everybody why we're thinking about it. What is your website? So how do they find that? It's a uh, tcprs dot com. What's that stand for? T T it's, Tennessee. Uh, Kind of in the past, it was Tri-Cities Paranormal Research Society. But gotcha. Then things kind of changed, and years ago, uh, teamed up with Kathy, and we kind of just changed everything over. But the problem was I didn't want to lose the the reputation that I already had built up and, and, and the people that I was, you know, helped in the past and working with. I didn't really want to lose all that. Right. So uh, what's your impression uh, as professionals going through this house in Sequoia um, what's your impression of some of the activity that Kathy kind of discussed with you? The, uh, Mark's great aunt. We, we captured her name, did we not? Yes. Yes, we got her name a few times. And that, can we use Val. that first name? Um, yes. Yeah. What, what's that name? Val. Okay, Val. Mm-hmm. So you've, you captured the entity saying Val. Do you yes. think this was the grand aunt? Speaking? We do. Okay. We do because we were getting communication that was just on cue with wh- what we were trying to uh, get her to do and ask, and, you know, asking her things and what we was trying to get her to say is she would. It's like she wanted us to know that that's her, that she's there. And we, we don't think that's the only thing in there, though. We think there might be a couple more, you know, maybe at least one, if not two more entities inside the home. We're not sure what yet. Okay, Catherine, let me bring you back in. Um, tell us about, did you know Val? Very well, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, so does this surprise you? Or Not a bit. Were, so were you expecting this? No. You know, it's funny. I talked to her. I've got that huge portrait in our living room is of that, her. Is That's that her? her. Okay, yeah. so I've been to your house, so I, I know the portrait. Okay. Yeah. And, and Aunt Val didn't have any children of her own and kind of acted as Mark and I, um, kind of a mother figure to us. Uh-huh. But uh, so I talked to that picture all the time when I'm, you know, just passing through, just well, not crazy, but hey, Aunt Val, how you doing? Or you know, I still talk to my mom, and yeah, 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 you have those conversations, and you know, you don't even think of it sometimes. You say, you know, but I, so I understand. Now, is the activity that you had is it located right there in the living room near this picture, or is it throughout the house? It's throughout the house, but if I'm like, I was in my bedroom the other day when I heard the footsteps. And it, it sounded like it was in the room where the portrait was, but uh, I never even connected the two. Was she a pacer? <laughs> yes, she was, really, was. Because <laughs> that's kind of got the idea that she was just, somebody's active this morning, they're pacing back and forth. Okay, so uh, so now, Mark, it's, it's his great aunt. Yes. And does, so what does he think about this? Does he? Well, you know, he hasn't heard about Aunt Val yet. He's okay. going to be really shocked to hear that. <laughs> But, um, it, you know, just over the years, it's gotten stronger and more apparent that they're, you know, we are sharing the house with somebody. And Okay. It, it, why, the, why does it get stronger, Rob? Now, that's a good question. Uh, don't really know. I think it's like they gather energy and they strengthen and learn. To me, it's like that's what happens. They just, they gain strength throughout time and they learn. Because we've noticed throughout, you know, you know, when I have activity in my home, I have it all the time. I'm always having something follow me home. But... It'll, it'll start off mild, and we've noticed with all the other investigations that we've done, they start off mild, and they intensify as, as time goes by. They'll quit for a while, it seems like, 
couple of months or maybe sometimes even a year. But when it comes back, it's always stronger. I think they just just grow in strength and learn. Wow. Well, so uh, so really, the whole the whole show is intended to answer the question: Can homes really be haunted? We we've asked that question repeatedly. I get the impression from you guys the answer is yes, and certainly Catherine has confirmed. I'm thinking that, but haunting may be a a bad word, uh, maybe a scary word. And it doesn't sound like uh, Aunt Val was very yeah, uh, scary. I, I like to think that our loved ones are with us all the time. See? You know, okay. So yeah, that's the way activity. I look at it. I mean, we, we do, every time we do an investigation, we don't come out and say, "Oh yeah, you have a haunting." You can have activity in your home and not not have a haunting. I gotcha. So there's kind of degrees and levels and things. Yep. Well, we want to thank everybody for coming in. Catherine, thank you, and. Your daughter, thank you very much for coming in and being moral support for mom. You don't sound like Minnie Mouse, by the way, Catherine. So I don't, Yay. I disagree with that. So, uh, but uh, Kathy and uh, and and you guys, I appreciate uh, Rob and, and you all coming in and doing this again this year and helping us out. And uh, just want to tell you all that next time um, on the Housing Hour uh, next week, uh, we're going to have all this information up. I'm going to put on the the EVPs up and. And whatever you can send me, Kathy, I'm going to post up there and and uh, and get it going for us. So you can kind of drop in and see. Check out our other shows online at thehousinghour.com. We've got all that information up. And I wish everybody have a happy Halloween. Have a safe Halloween. Wear, wear reflective material. And for next time, we'll see you on The Housing Hour.